TA1, everything you wanted to know about adventure racing and then some. And welcome to a very special episode, uh, our one-year anniversary, if you can imagine that. Um, thanks to everybody that's been listening for this whole time, supporting. Um, I should shout out to everybody that's really helped out, but I'd forget somebody and I'd feel bad. Plus, this is going to be a really long episode. Um Today, in honor of the anniversary, we have Primal Quest Team 33. For those of you who don't know, that uh, is composed of uh, my wife, Paulette Kirby, Toby Evans, Danger Girl Tana Flan Tana Tara Flannery, and Catherine Elaine, our token Canadian. Um, so I spent some time talking with all of them. We've got a few extra musical interludes, so save this one for a long workout. Um, so I think that's it. Everybody go fast, take chances, enjoy the podcast. See you later. Oh, yeah, and Eric's on too. Great energy. This is Eric. Hey, how are you? Oh, hey, Randy. Good, man. Thanks. Good. About you? I'm doing well. Busy, but you know, yeah. up till 1 a.m. last night recording a podcast. <laughs> so that's my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, even if it's keeping you busy, it's kind of a good thing. Yeah. So, um, so I wanted to talk to you for just a few minutes because you're totally responsible for this whole Primal Quest thing. <laughs> I am. I, I like that. I, I don't mind being responsible for people doing adventures. <laughs> so, um, and uh, the the short story is is you and Paulette were going to do worlds, and then um, we'll let you tell tell the people what happened. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess it was about a week before worlds, and uh, had a big weekend planned at the um, Laramie Days. Um, that's just kind of a pre. World so training session, a whole bunch of orienteering for about four days. Um, and uh, that, uh, I guess it was that Friday, I uh, injured my rib, uh, which if anybody's ever done that, you probably know it's, uh, yeah, it sucks. It can be quite, can be quite painful. Um, it was pretty minor on, on the grand scheme, but it definitely limited my activity. And uh, that limited uh, activity for the weekend, which means I didn't go to the Laramie days, um, actually led to a blood clot developing in my right uh, leg, right in my right groin. Um, and uh, I was a bit predisposed to that, but that's the first time it's ever happened to me. And uh, that uh, means that, uh, well, I still have a clot in my leg, even now, six right. months later. Uh, and that uh, clot is uh, diminishing in terms of its um, impact on my life, but uh, in that first couple of weeks, uh, right before that week, right before Worlds, uh, it was um, life-threatening. Uh, there was the potential for the 
clot to um, break apart and some of it to go into my heart and then it moved around my body and started causing all kinds of um, trouble. Yeah, um, bad things. Yeah, bad things. So, yeah, it's, it's doing pretty well now. I'm back on my bike, but I'm still pretty limited in terms of um, long-term activity. Um, I'm not actually sure how I'm responsible for things because I had to be pretty out of touch for a little while there when Paulette was scrambling to find a new teammate and yeah. all that. So. Well, so then I'll, I'll take the story over. But so she gets the message from you, and and I'm like, well, I'll put you know, I'll put the word out. You know, maybe there's somebody <laughs> relatively close that want to do it. And I think I posted on Front Range Adventure site. And in less than 30 minutes, Toby Evans called me up and says, I'm out of shape, but I'm really wanting to get into it, and I'll come do it. And they, awesome. so they talked and, you know, literally came up. And, you know, they had an okay race, not the best. Toby was out of shape, and he'll admit it, and his feet got tore up. But um, both him and Paulette, um, on their own, told me, I'd, I'd race with the other one in a second. And then mm-hmm. when then when Primal Quest came up, you know, Paulette was interested. Toby's done had done four or five of them, the old old school ones, and they're like, let's do it. And uh here we are. <laughs> yeah. That's so fantastic. I'm, I'm I'm excited to hear about it. I'd love to know that there's some local for me at least so, that are that are gonna compete. Yeah. So um, so you quite literally are the responsible party for all this. So when it, <laughs> when it all goes bad, we know who to point the figure at. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, when it goes really when it goes really well, I hope I get the accolade. That's true right? too. So, so uh, <laughs> it was one of the first things I said is that you know Eric has to be an honorary team member. So, in all right, and I love the team name. Uh, it's not really relevant to me. I don't know why it ended up being. Uh, what is it? Something thirty-three. Yeah. I forgot well, right now, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's Primal Quest thirty-three because three has always been um, Toby's number. He, I mean, he was a uh-huh. um, like I don't know, state champion, college champion runner, and he was always oh, okay. his best his best races were always in lane three, which I've subsequently found out because they put the top seed in lane three. But but he uh-huh. but he wasn't so egotistic to say as I want to be team three, so they went with thirty three. Um, That's great. And and well, thirty three. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, if they get a you know they were looking at some title sponsors, and so it may change eventually. But but uh-huh. so what's your connection to thirty three? Oh, uh, that's the uh, number I wore playing basketball for uh, almost a dozen years competitively so um so it's a it's a number that i've uh found is part is everywhere in my life uh, it's probably just random coincidence but i i see it all over the place <laughs> well that you know that's kind of weird because let's see actually my my birthday will be the day after this comes up and this year i was 57 so i was born mm-hmm. in 57 and, and 57 has always been that way for me um you, you just yeah. you just see it everywhere you notice it it's really kind of uh-huh. strange, so yeah. But yeah. Yeah. so well, anyway, it's kind of a cool, cool connection for me. Like, hey, yeah. that? they're using they're using my number. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> even you know, though it's not, I don't know. They'll probably still be Team Thirty Three during the race, even if we have a title sponsor. So 
we'll still have that. Yeah. So are you going to be able to help out with Cowboy Tough? I think so. Um, at this point, I'm sort of back to um, sort of regular training, uh, mm. but I'm still in, like, really early stages yeah. in terms of uh, what I can be doing. Like, there's no limit. Doctors have said, yeah, do whatever you, do whatever you want. The more active you are, the better it mm. is for the clot as well as just my general health yeah. and mental health. Yeah. Um, but for the clot itself, like, um, it helps to um, make the blood pump harder. But because blockage is there, blood pumping harder um, can be painful. Make my whole leg fall up. Mm. So. You know, blood can't get out of my leg as fast as it should. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I'm going down next week for uh, the Salt Lake again for a uh, new set of images so they can get an update on like how it's progressing. If it's stabilized to the point where now we can um, talk about any changes that need to be made if it's surgical or whatever. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm glad you're doing well. Um, so just one more, one more thing, because you're only an honorary member, so you don't get a you get a full episode. But <laughs> there there are <laughs> limits. <laughs> well, this is going to be a long one because um, the whole team's going to be on this episode, um, kind of like I did with Team Canada. So it's going to be over, That's great. It's going to be two hours anyway. But uh, so the team is going to be having a training weekend at the end of June. So maybe. Maybe we can get you over to help with the training for that week. Sure. Yeah. So, I, who knows? Maybe I'll be up for joining on some legs or something. Yeah. They're going to. Um, Paulette's running the 100 miler, and I think Tara's going to pace her, and we're going to have some nav training. So, so uh, Toby and Catherine will probably do nav training during the day and then maybe pace somebody at night. And then they're going to do tracking, biking, some, cl- you know, kind of yep. put a whole bunch of training in. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. I'm I'm uh, eager to get back outdoors. I mean, the weather doesn't make it easy. Yeah, but uh, uh, it won't be long. I mean, we're already we're having March weather in January right now. So. Yeah. Well, it was like 65 degrees here yesterday and yeah. 50 today. So I'll I'll take it. Yeah. Yep. So well, cool. Well, thanks. Anyway, so is there? Yeah, sure. Are, are we? Uh, should we go, or do you want to talk more about Rogaine? Um, we could do a little bit. Yeah, whatever. You know, people like this stuff, so. Oh, I'm yeah. curious if there's any other road games scheduled for, uh, or, or on the bot. Yeah. Um, docket. Gary, my friend Gary's putting one together for the spring. Uh-huh. So we'll, uh, I'll keep you in touch with that. I, um, uh, you know, spring's sure. a big, spring's a big time frame, but that's all I can tell you for now. <laughs> Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, it could be good timing for me, even if I'm not pushing hard, just to get yeah. out and be on my feet for yeah. several hours. You know. Yeah, it would be good to get you get you over here. So, and then, question whether I'll be able to do a fall one is hard to say. It's <laughs> it might get a little yeah, it's off. <laughs> yeah, might get a little busy. But we'll have you know we're gonna probably have like four or five hours during the of uh, specifically Rogaine nav training uh, the first day. So. Um, yeah. we'll have that. It not just not really a race, but there'll probably be enough people out there, so we'll have that. Yeah. Yeah. And have you seen have you seen the announcement that uh Cowboy Tough is officially sold out a couple days ago? Yep, I saw that. There's some there's some good teams coming too. It's gonna be an interesting race. Yeah. So. I I'm looking forward to uh a little bit more competitiveness, uh as well as um just 
some sort of hype and excitement around it. That's yeah, cool. with a a w r a r w s. Yeah, the series and a lot more four person yeah. teams. So I think that's yeah. I didn't really do a quick. I didn't do a quick check. Are there is there like four or five more? Or just what would it Um, I I want to say there's maybe like ten total. Of uh -huh. Four person or maybe even a dozen, but um, uh -huh. yeah. So I think one from overseas, Naira, Tech New, um, yeah, yeah, bunch of bunch. Yeah, of I them. saw. There's also Canadian teams here. Yep, yep. Uh -huh. I know those guys, so they'll be competitive. So yeah. it'll be a fun cool. race. So. Yeah, great. Well, thanks for including me uh, on your podcast. Yep. So. Um, happy, happy to have had an influence on something. <laughs> well, kind of an important one. So, cool. All right. So I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say go fast, but don't take any chances for a while. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm in that already. I'm already on that team. So. Cool. <laughs> thanks. All right. We'll you, Randy. We'll stay in touch. All right. All right. Bye. This particular piece of mail wouldn't have gotten here. Made it because she didn't mail it. <laughs> well, I mean, this is my girlfriend. I know that she would have mailed this thing as soon as she got there. I just, uh, um, uh, so what are you trying to say? Hey, Mr. Postman, it's been three long days, and I still don't have a letter from my baby. She said that she would write me when she got to New York City, and I still don't have that letter from my baby. Hey, Mr. Postman, what's the was the envelope not sealed? Or was the postage on the letter not enough? Did they overfill your workloads? So you lost my baby's letter? Or did the boss treat you like garbage? So in order to feel better, did you go down to the office with an AK-47 and just blow the other carriers away? Please, Mr. Postman, don't delay. Of course, Skype just logged on too. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, this this will work because I I've never actually tried it with this with. Uh, oh, yeah, I've and, never even. And and we're just doing audio, so the, because yeah, nobody wants to see me. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, you know it's um yeah it must have been Skype because I talked to Toby last night and it was fine. Well, like I said, it just logged on now. Finally, I can see it now. Yeah. You know, and I had that same problem calling a phone, too, a couple of times, and then all of a sudden it would work. So, Weird. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. So you're Technology. surviving? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got my son's uh, plague that he brought home, so. Yeah. Well, it's I a said, day off today. Yeah. You get a day off anyway. <laughs> I sent Paulette off to, she's going to San Antonio, and she's like a little sniffling, and she is, says, well, I was with Tara, who was sick for four days, so. Oh, no. It's like, yeah, I love get oregano. Out. Yeah, get away from me. I don't want to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. Um, tell the people who you are. Uh, well, I'm Catherine Aline. I'm from, born and raised in Montreal. I'm French. Um, and now I live in Winterpeg, which is minus 40 on good days <laughs> <laughs> or most days, I should say. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Other than that, I've 
been a cyclist and uh, for a long time and competed in, you know, many adventure races. I'm also a mom. I have three kids, so keeps me busy. And I work for Canada Post, delivering mail all day long. Yeah, that's uh, um, so I, that's a little interesting because, quite honestly, I don't think a lot of adventure racers actually have physical jobs. No, <laughs> which, which I, I mean, I mean, quite you know, it's true. I mean, I always found that when I was racing, you know, nobody racing did construction. So do you kind of look at it as an all day training session? Yeah. <laughs> Especially in this winter weather, for sure. It certainly adds, uh, adds your core stability when you're slipping and sliding and schlepping pounds of, you know, mail in your shoulders. So yeah, it's training. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's one good way to look at it. So when did you start adventure racing and how, how did you get started? Um, I was a roadie and mm -hmm. I did triathlons, um, and a friend of mine who did adventure racing, um, was like, you should try one of these races. Cause I like mountain biking as well. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, sure. They needed a girl. I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. You know, didn't really know what I was getting into. Yeah. Um, so the first race I did was a 51 hour race, which was called quest for a cure, which was, um, uh, thrown by firefighters for cancer research. So it was a really fun event, but that was my first race, which was 51 hours. I've never yeah. experienced any of that before, but I did it. It was awesome. I loved it. And I was hooked after that. And I loved the people specifically that were in that world versus triathlon, which is very, you know, narcissistic. I find mm -hmm. myself like, yeah. and I'm not like that. I like groups. So, um, yeah, it was awesome. And so that was, geez, I'm trying to think 10, 11, 12 years ago, <laughs> something yes. like that. And then it, it, I, yeah, then Primal Quest was the biggest one that I've ever done, and it was awesome. And I was really bummed out when uh, they didn't have another one until now, so. Well, and then here we, here we are again. Um, yeah. <laughs> what is it about, and, and your, your story is not atypical about, I mean, jumping into a, a 50, you know, 51-hour race or a three-day race or something. What is it about you weirdos that like that? <laughs> I mean, most people would not even consider it, and then they might do it, and then it's like, I'm never doing that again. What yeah. What do you think's different in an adventure racer brain? <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot when I try to explain why I do them, for sure, because people look at me like, you're crazy. Like, I don't, so you don't sleep? You sleep like, you sleep in a dit? Like, you know, they just like shake their head and they don't understand mm -hmm. why I do it. Uh, for me, I know, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but um, for me, I love being outside and I love yeah. challenges and I love being able to push myself, you know, to some, especially in adventure racing, to some excruciating moments. If we think back to Primal Quest, the prairie paddle, that was horrible, <laughs> um, you know, but you do it and then it's the, it's the accomplishment of finishing it. Yeah. Um, but for me, which is, I find people laugh when I say this, but it's a vacation if that makes any sense. It's a vacation yeah. from being a mom. It's a vacation from like my life working. I can just get out there and, you know, race with people and have fun and well, not always, but have fun, have some pain too, but it's just the accomplishment and doing stuff that scares the crap out of me that I would never, you know, really just be like, Hey, I'm going to go do this right now. Just because, you know, it's because I'm yeah. racing that I push myself to do stuff that you know, I'm uncomfortable with. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, to me, it's like a vacation. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, so here's the way I look at it. When I'm covering a race, I'll pretty much go anywhere. It, yeah. If I have a camera in my hand, it, I mean, is that the way you can look at it? Well, it's a race, and I'm just going to go this way. Yeah. Whereas if you if you were out in the woods, you'd like, no, I'm I'm going to go around this swamp, not straight through it. Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes, you know, yeah, sure. Like because I do backcountry camping, and I probably mm-hmm. go through some crap too, but. Yeah, it's like I'm not racing, right? So it's yeah. like, well, I don't really have to go this way. I can go this way. It yeah. seems a lot easier, right? So that's, yeah. yeah. When you're racing, it's like, well, all right, here we go, you know. Yeah, exactly. So um, I will say that Tara and Toby will probably get tired of you and Paulette arguing because she, she thought the prairie paddle at Primal Quest was one of the best parts of the race. <laughs> Paulette thought that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she, my gosh. Yeah. So. I like scenery don't get me wrong yeah. the boat sucked yes plus i yes. sprained my ankle i think at that point too so it wasn't a good there was just a lot of bad things happening um there i didn't mind yeah. it but it was just long and we got cold and it was just yeah. the boats were like horrible like the seats didn't even stay in place mm-hmm. well let's you know if, <laughs> if you want an adventure racer to, to uh have nightmares just say the words tomcat air oh god yeah <laughs> no kidding I, and, and, <laughs> Well, but here's the thing about adventure racers is everybody still remembers that, good or bad. I mean, that was a highlight. Um, You know, the stories I heard were some of the best stories from from that that paddle. So, how? So, okay, so you started 10, 12 years ago. So you were probably like five or six years in before you did the Primal Quest. So had you had much, you know, mini expedition, we'll say? What was your experience up to that point? Um, up to that point, the longest ones that I had done would have been five to seven days, I guess. Yeah. Solomon series, Raid the North uh, mm-hmm. type of stuff. And so mostly like the shortest ones I did were two days and then the longest would have been seven. Okay. So and I've raced with super competitive teams and I've also raced with super relaxed um, teams and I quite honestly prefer not um, trying to make a race to the finish. I prefer to actually just finish in one piece and have fun and all be together versus, yeah. you know, let's kill myself now to get to whatever to the finish line. So, yeah. Get, well, it's like, why wouldn't you want to be out there for seven days instead of five days? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You, want, you know, and if you're not going to win then yeah, get your money's yeah. worth. <laughs> exactly. Just enjoy it. Right. Yeah. As so. much as you can. <laughs> Pretty much. So, um, a couple of we have a couple of stock questions for the podcast. So, and even though this is sort yep. of a little bit of a different, what's the best and worst six hours ever racing for you? Best and worst six hours. Whew, I don't know. I have a lot of good memories of racing. Um, I think one of the really nice ones was when we were paddling and i don't remember which race it was and maybe it was raid the north could have been primal quest i forget it's all a blur sometimes but yeah um it was just a super calm night um you know you could see the moon was out and we were just paddling and enjoying the scenery and the quiet and it was just like i think it was like three or four in the morning i think at this point um but it's just like you know looking around you're with your teammates and you're like you know, when would you ever be here at this time, really, mm-hmm. paddling, yeah. um, you know, and having that experience. 
I've had lots of good moments in races where you just look around, you're climbing or whatever, and you just admire the scenery, right? Because you, you can't forget that you're racing, but like look around and take, you know, take in the scenery. Yeah. Um, yeah. As for the worst moments, um, I think the worst six hours, which was probably a lot longer than that for me, was when I raced with, turned out I had pneumonia. <laughs> and I raced for the next three days, and I don't remember any of the race um, because I think I was hallucinating. And but oh. we managed to finish, and I don't know how. But <laughs> uh, when I finished, I basically ended up in the hospital. You know, so uh, that was probably the worst, just in the sense that I was feverish and not well, and don't remember most of it. But I somehow kept. They said I was like on autopilot. I just basically just kept going and wasn't really talking and they just huh. kept they were like you just kept going so <laughs> yeah. until i collapsed at the finish line so it was good yeah i mean that's uh yeah that's the adventure racer thing yeah, yeah just keep going well <laughs> I, I yeah i actually tweeted out yesterday while well, you saw it, it says sometimes the only way to get through is to keep going so yeah exactly true have you ever sorry had dog, a time in my dog is squeaking here back oh. here sorry that's all right. Chili's, Chili's outside. That was a little squeaky toy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Have you ever been in a spot in a race where you thought, no, we shouldn't be here. This is just too dangerous. Uh, yeah, probably for sure. Well, yeah, it's happened a few times. Um, one for me, which was Primal Quest, was the climbing section mm -hmm. uh, where we did sort of that um, free climb part. Okay. Forget, the, was, yeah. You know, like the Via Ferrata. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I had not, like, I had climbed, but not to that level of mm -hmm. difficulty. It was easy, and then it became difficult, and it was getting dark, and I couldn't see anything. Yeah. Um, and I just remember, kind, and I'm, do yoga so I was flexible but I remember like being in a spider-man position on this you know face of the rock yeah <laughs> and, and just looking around and going I don't know like where to put go next you know like I don't know mm -hmm. where to grab next and I was just clinging to this wall and not my best moment I probably I started crying and was like I just want to give up type of thing yeah. but eventually I kind of like you know worked through it someone on top said you don't have to do this part you're not going to be disqualified we'll just you know you're not going to lose any points and i was like don't tell me that i can't do something because yeah. now i'm going to do it <laughs> so, so i did but it was like for me a scary moment because i was just like i don't know where to go i was safe you know i yeah. wouldn't have killed myself but um that was probably one of the ones from primal quest but we've also yeah. been in in water where there is dams and like, you know, it's dark. You don't see them until you are there. Yeah. And then we're like, holy crap, we need to get out of this water right now. So <laughs> there's yeah. been some situations for sure. Or falling asleep on your bike, you know, and ending up in a ditch or mm -hmm. off the side of a cliff. So it's always scary in those moments. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I remember, okay, many, many years ago when I was doing long distance road ride stuff, you know, 24, you know, basically trying to do ram riding down the middle of the interstate at four o'clock in the morning on a road you know road roadie and just thinking yeah i wonder what would happen if i just closed my eyes and went to sleep right now and it was yeah. <laughs> it was so tempting just to just because because you would have yeah so i have i've fallen asleep on my bike for sure <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you and Paula will get along well because she's falling yeah. asleep walking. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she uh, when they came off the climate primal quest, I was up there with them, and she, you know, she was with the Marines, and they're walking, and she'd just be kind of going to one side or the other, and Tasha yeah. like, Paula, wake up, and she go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So, but yeah, you get she does that at home too. So yeah. <laughs> she'll literally in the middle of a sentence, I'll look over and she'll be asleep. So. Oh, nice. Well, that's maybe because you're, we're boring her. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh. I never. Th okay, I got it now. Okay, it's not. It's yeah. not her. Not be a problem. More interesting, then. Randy. Be more interesting. Yep. Yeah, I walked right into that one. So, all right. <laughs> I got a question for you. Yeah. When uh, the enabler sent you a message saying you want to do Primal Quest, what did you think? I was uh, super excited. Like yeah. right away, I was like, "Yeah, I totally want to do that." Yeah. And then afterwards, I'm like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> I just signed up for. I was like, "Oh yeah!" Now all the memories come back. You know, it's like childbirth. You forget about it apparently, and then you're like, "Oh yeah," and then you start, but. I love it. I was totally wanted to do it. So it was just, yeah, yeah I was, well, super... it, that was, was obvious. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it, that was, you know, you know, something that was really important to the team too. So yeah. It, uh, yeah um, are you a little bit of a student of the history? Do you know some of the, you know, the old school, you know, eco challenge primal quest? Cause yeah. Yeah. This is what interests me a little bit. If you could go back, take the time machine, is there a team and or a race that you would like to have been on or done? Oof. I think any of the eco challenges for sure I would have loved to be there. Mm -hmm. I think towards the end ones, I don't know that I would. I thought they became a little too Hollywood, you know, when they had mm -hmm. the Playboy bunnies Yeah. Um, yeah. in there. I think that was a bit ridiculous but uh as for teams i don't know there's so many like great teams out there i i still love all the guys and girls that i've raced with but yeah. uh, man there's some really like merrill and all those guys like you know um yeah there's some really good athletes out there yeah. so i would totally love to just you know uh, be on those teams and kind of the dynamics of that and seeing different personalities but um yeah, the yeah. eco challenges. I don't know. I I think I would probably like to be in any of them. Go back yeah. and and be in any of those ones, minus the Playboy Bunny ones. What you, you <laughs> got a problem? You, you got a problem with three women, three woman teams? Well, you know, I think we're going to be the Playboy Bunny uh, team, but uh, you know, yeah. I just I just thought it was like an insult to athletes, you know, out there type yeah. of thing. I don't know. It's it was all publicity and like I you know whatever it was for show but yeah, it was yeah. Kind of well actually if when you talk to toby he will say eventually they actually became pretty decent oh well the, good i guess they had to eh? <laughs> well the, you know what i don't you know even if you have somebody holding your hand it's still a lot of work oh it is totally so. even if you have yeah help and assistance right it's like yeah it was always yeah. nice i i liked when we used to be able to have like assisted races where you had mm -hmm. like support crew yeah. And stuff like that, because that made a huge difference when you got to transitions, like your food was ready, your bikes were assembled and yeah. tuned and, you know, like you would just yeah. get in, get out. Um, so I do miss that part of it yeah. a bit, but, you know, 
it, it I guess it makes it more fair when. Uh, well, it, yeah, it does. You don't have Nike going into their motorhomes for two hours. Yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> so getting their massage therapists there and everything, eh? Yeah. So, yeah. have you looked at any of the the Tahoe courses? Is there one thing that you're really looking forward to in the race, or are you just kind of? Uh, it's like. I don't know the area enough, so I have been looking at it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember all the names of the areas, but the mountain bike sections or the hills look pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I know there's like a whole caving thing as well, and I've mm -hmm. been reading up on that. Um, and it looks really awesome as yeah. well. So I'm just looking forward to the place and the experience and yeah. you know all that. So I just like being outside again. So it's just nice. So, so have this this is tell me if I'm right or wrong, but have you kind of been on a little bit of a hiatus since the last Primal Quest? I mean, uh, I know you've raced yeah. some, but yeah, I've raced um, nothing big. Um, yeah. You know, I've done like 24-hour races and stuff like that, 24-hour uh, yeah. mountain bike races and adventure race, which is here, but it's not Swamp Donkey, which is it's a fun, it's a one-day thing. It's teams yeah. of three. It's a little bit different. Uh, but my friends are the ones that organize it, and I, I think it's a great, fun race, you know, to mm -hmm. see. Um, I've done some solo racing, paddle and bike and stuff like that, but yeah. nothing huge. But I yeah. still get out, and I do tons of backcountry camping and kayaking and stuff like that. So I've been on yeah. hiatus from the racing, but not from, not from... getting out there and doing stuff. So. Yeah. Um, so this this is listeners know this is the ADD podcast but so you came you know from the roadie background how did how did you get into the roadie part to get into the adventure race part um I was a swimmer I competed growing up I swam mm -hmm. on a swim team um for like a long since I was I don't know whenever I was able to start swimming I basically yeah. um started and then uh, was into I was into BMXing <laughs> when I was young, <laughs> and I think I caused my mom lots of gray hairs and stress because I would always do crazy stuff and come home yeah. with like you know my kneecap showing and blood everywhere. Um, Trophies. Just who I was. Uh, so <laughs> I got into road bike because uh, again someone said, "Hey, you should you know try to get into triathlons because you're a strong swimmer and you know that." is an advantage so I said okay sure you know what I played basketball like I played competitively basketball and volleyball as well but I was like yeah sure it's good training um so yeah started loved being on the road and cycling and you know mm -hmm. apparently I had the legs for it so that was good um and then yeah just started competing in that and then it got not to you know knock triathlons um I think it's a different type of person uh, for yeah. me, you know, I enjoyed the com the competitive side of it, but not the whole, you know, I have a $10,000 bike, I do this, I eat that, I train, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. and I like the team sports. So, I got into mountain biking as well, and I was like, this is totally awesome, because it brought me back to my daredevil days of doing stupid stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so just, it was great when I was able to do a, an adventure race, because then I was like, yeah, this is totally what I want to do, and I like yeah. this way better. Yeah. So cool. it's way more fun. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm racing. Yeah. Um, so is your training more? Well, this is a shorthand heart rate monitor, or let's see what's over the next ridge. 
uh, yeah, let's see what's over the next yeah. ridge type of thing. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes, yeah, you have, I don't follow a heart rate monitor at all. Yeah. But sometimes I'm training it, like, obviously, I don't live where, you know, you can always get out. I, I try, I ski in minus 40, I don't care, but yeah. Um, there's not lots of hills here. So it's pretty flat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the good thing with biking here is that uh, the wind never stops, and it's always That's in your right. face no matter which direction you're going. So that helps. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, no. but I just try to get out and you know do what so. I can. Okay, cool. All right, this is I'm asking this of all of you on the team, and, and this is probably going to be the hardest question for you. Um, but I I need a one word description of your teammates and we'll well and it's a little unfair because you hardly know them but uh yeah exactly oh <laughs> so this, well this will be an interest well you know i posted i want to be an air force psychologist so i'm practicing perfect <laughs> um, um okay well, toby Paulette, i would say fighter all right that's how like strong yeah. Basically. That's two words, but that's what I would say. Okay. Of what I know of her. Yeah. Um Tara I don't know her enough, but hmm. Persistent. <laughs> that's a I, 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 I I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah. There are no uh, right or wrong answers. Okay. Yeah. Now, Toby, I would say just by, again, I have not spoken to him enough, but just looking at his pictures and stuff like that, definitely adventurous. Right. So, That's yeah. my one word. There you go. Well, those are, those are <laughs> acceptable. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it was, it, it was hard for Toby and he knows, you know, he knows Paulette pretty well and tired of, yeah. you know, getting there. So it's, it's really hard for a single person. So, um, well, cool. Let's. I'm gonna. We're gonna sign off, but I want to okay. talk to you for just a minute or two. So, um, you know, you gotta sign off each section with with telling people to go fast and take chances because that's what life's all about. So.
Hey, Mike. How'd you know it was me? It didn't say so. <laughs> Just because I said I was calling you. said you were going to call me in two minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I have to remind people because it shows up like from different places because it's through Skype. So I gotta, right. you got to tell people. Otherwise, they think, oh, it's, a, it's the bill collector. So. <laughs> well, that's if you have bills. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I forget California people don't have bills. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's a part of what happens when you live in California. You don't have bills. Ah, I never knew that. I probably should yeah. know. <laughs> so, how you been? <laughs> uh, I've been doing okay. Yeah? I've been doing okay. Yeah, we're uh, hanging in there, so. so. I'm busy with work at the moment, but... Uh, uh, we got a big hearing tomorrow, and I'm just trying to figure out how to 
presented in the most favorable way for my client. Well, that's uh, that is your job, so I guess you better do it. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. So, how's Elise? Elisa? Um, you know, she's she's doing good. She's back east uh, visiting her parents right now. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, good, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, her back is much better, so that's great. Yeah. Cool. That's good. Yeah. So, well, we, uh, you know, we at this end, we understand recovering from that. So, it's a it's a long process, but but at least yeah. it's happening. So. Yeah. No, she's she's much much better. Yeah. So, how do you feel about being mandatory equipment? <laughs> finally, finally, I've, I've spent a whole life waiting to be mandatory equipment. Uh, what uh, um, I um, am putting together a thing, you know, to, to send uh, send a primal quest for the TV thing, and I I said that you had three three bringing three unique things to the to the team, and the third is that you live in the area. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I I mean, it, it's funny because if, if we ran the if we ran the course from O. Four, I could probably do most of it without a map. Yeah, but they, uh, but uh, I, I might not find a checkpoint. But uh, as you know, I could run basically the ba the basic course without a map. But everything that I'm hearing now is that it's it's going to be pretty dramatically different. Yeah, I know that when I've talked to Maria, she's she kind of said that that was a mistake saying that they were rerunning the course because they're not. <laughs> They're they're in the same states and that's about it. So, but uh, right. I, well, you know, because they, they would have had a difficult just uh, from a practical perspective. How do you get from Homewood to Donner Summit if you're not going to do the, um, you know, the rollerblading, you know, push bike thing? No. Um, unless unless you're going to have people bike. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can you can bike that. Um, or you could track it. I mean, there's definitely ways you can get there, you know, off the road. Yeah. But it would make it dramatically different. Yeah. Um, so that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that section's not in it. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, that's like when Primal Quest was here. You know, if you make a few assumptions, get, you know, good educated guesses, you can pretty much figure out where it's going to go. If you're at A and, you, you know, okay, the next thing is they want to go to B, you can kind of figure that out. So I suppose even if they hadn't had it there, you could kind of, because you know you're going to go downriver, so that means you got to start upriver. <laughs> but, well, that assumes that there's a river at all. That's true. You I mean, I tell, you, I tell you, the river is low. It, it, There's just not much water up here. Wow, yeah. Well, I think that's, isn't that, what I heard is why they moved the dates is, Hopefully they're going to get some flow or something like that release, or, or it'll be a really it'll be a canyoneering section. <laughs> down the river. Yeah, it won't be a very interesting canyoneering section, <laughs> but um, I mean, if if they're going to go from Chili Bar to uh, you know to Folsom, um, yeah, it's not a very interesting hike. It's it's a fun it's a fun paddle. Yeah, and I, I'm guessing there'll be enough water, but yeah, um, it it. It's pretty low right now, um, and yeah, I was just paddling up that direction uh, the other day, and it was like, yeah, this is really low for this time of year, yeah. and there's no snow up there, so 
Yeah, that's that's what. But it'll 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 be it'll it'll be interesting. You know, I'm uh, I'm excited to see how it comes together. Yeah. So let tell tell everybody a little bit about your background in adventure racing. You're kind of the uh, the veteran of the team, more or less. Probably at least um, yeah, well, I guess I've, I've been doing expedition racing since about, I guess, oh, late 04, 05. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, I started out doing the, uh, the Calicos, um, and I think the first, you know, multi-day race that it was, you know, two days was their championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was pretty abysmal. Um, <laughs> we, we had a pretty tough time. We didn't finish that one. Um, but then I, I, I kind of really got into the, the longer races when I went to raid the North, um, in 06. And, uh, uh, we went up, uh, we went up to Haida Kwai and, and, uh, Queen Charlotte Islands and had the fun experience of being lost for 57 hours. So, um, I learned two really important things there. And one, it's really hard to kill an adventure racer. And two, um, you can live a long, you can go a long way on no food. Mm-hmm. So um, that's actually always been a, a kind of a, a helpful thing to know that, you know, you can survive out there for quite a while with very little. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, then I, I did Primal Quest in 08 and did lots of, you know, uh, Races are a little bit shorter than that, you know, three, four, five days um, in between. And then 010 did XPD. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've raced quite a bit over the – and I've done lots of, you know, 24s and 6 and 8 and 12-hour races. Um, we used to have a lot of those out here. Uh, that's kind of dried up, unfortunately, but we used to do a lot of those in California. Yeah, so, so don't, don't even count those short ones anymore, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, they were fun. You know, they were a lot of fun. I I, I kind of miss them. But, you know, yeah. going for seven or eight hours hard um, is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, it's not the big investment in time. It's uh, true, yeah. You can, go out, you can go out there and really enjoy yourself and um especially the ones that were up in Tahoe in that area. I mean, it's just such a beautiful area. So, I mean, that's that's really the allure. I mean, if, if Primal Quest was anywhere other than Tahoe, I probably wouldn't have uh, done it well, uh, or wouldn't agree to do it this year. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, but it's hard it, to turn it down when it's in my backyard. Yeah. When you can drive to the start line, you, you almost by default have to do it, right? <laughs> well, yeah. And since I didn't, I didn't do it in 04, and, you know, I, I – I regret not doing it. Um, this is, you know, kind of my uh, do-over makeup. So. Yeah, I can I can understand that. So, um, this is this is kind of a short one. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the really hard question right now, and and it's gonna definitely be hard for you. But um, give me one word about one word that describes each of your teammates. Which I know is hard because you've hardly met any of them. <laughs> so, uh, well, for Paulette, that's easy. It's yeah. tenacity. Yeah. Um, that she's easy. Now, I, you know, uh, the other two, I don't, I don't know well enough. Yeah. So I really can't, I can't give you a describing word. I'm, 
I'm looking forward to, to getting to know them. Um, I'm hoping the word will be, you know, the word will be something like tenacity because <laughs> uh, I think that's going to be key for our team to, yeah. to get through this thing. Um, I'm, I'm guessing we're not going to be the fastest team out there. So um, we're just going to have to rely on stubborn forward motion. Yeah, constant forward motion, but there's something to be said said about that, and uh, you know, yeah, just keep moving. So, exactly, yeah. exactly. Being efficient, you know. I, I mean, I've given some thought to this: is you know, being efficient in our transition, mm-hmm. being efficient in our in our movements, and not worrying about you know going you know particularly fast. We can't rely much on speed, yeah. um, and and I, I think we'll be fine. I mean, it's supposed to be. 400 miles we got 10 days that's what 40 miles a day i mean that's it's definitely doable yeah it certainly is um let me see what do you think of this strategy this is i think um one of the yoga slackers said this but they they never stop in a transition they don't transition is part of the race they get in transition get out and then take a break is is you think that's the the way you guys should be doing it? I agree with that primary uh, for the most part. I yeah. don't think that uh, a trans unless unless you're planning on sleeping in mm-hmm. the TA. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're you're busy doing something and getting out of there, and then if if you want to take a break, you do it. You know, somewhere um, along along the road. You know, unless. Uh, my only caveat to that is unless you hit the transition like, you know, at three in the morning yeah. um, or, you know, at, at some time where it, it's appropriate to, to rest. But otherwise, yeah, you, you get in, you get out, you keep moving. Um, I think that's a big mistake a lot of teams made. And it's certainly mistakes I've made in the past. It's just, you know, dilly-dallying and wasting time in the transition. Yeah. I... And uh, so we're going to try to avoid that as much as possible. Yeah, I've seen that happen. Sounds like a plan. So, um, okay, here's one I have to ask everybody: What's your best and worst six hours of racing? Um, well, probably the worst six hours um, I had was in in Haidekwai when we were lost, um, and we'd been lost for about a day and a half, and we had no food. It had been raining on us, um, and I came to the realization that if we had to busy one more night, we might be in serious trouble. Um, that was that was really a bummer. Um, about the same time, I realized that my GPS coordinates were all screwed up. Our satellite phone didn't work, you know, at all. Um, we really were wandering around in circles. That was that was really a drag. Um, and then my feet started going. So yeah, that that was more than six hours. That was a, a pretty miserable day. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the some of the best times I've had. Uh, I know people have have real opposite reactions to this, but the the paddle or the the uh, riverboarding in uh, Montana mm-hmm. was like one of the highlights of that race for me. I had I just had a great time doing that. Um, people either loved it or they hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I and I I was one of those folks. I just loved it. I had I just thought it was a total hoot. Um, the whitewater section we did in X, uh, in XPD in Australia that was a hoot. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, and usually, kind of the sometimes the best time is 
you know, paddling, I know these are all around water, but, um, you know, paddling when the sun comes up. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it's like a shot of adrenaline. It's, uh, it's just some of the prettiest times, um, you know, so those, there, there's been a lot of those. Um, otherwise, I probably wouldn't keep doing this silliness. Uh, <laughs> so I've had a lot of I've had a lot of really good times, and usually it it, it is either around water or the sun coming up. So, well, that sounds good. Okay, here's the last question. Um, you're packing to go. You know, you start six weeks ahead. You're leaving leaving in the morning to drive up to Tahoe. Are you still packing at midnight? Oh, absolutely! I'm packing right up to the last second. <laughs> okay, that uh, that yeah, is you never you never you never are done packing. Yeah, that is the correct answer. Um, I've only had one person say no, and that's Donovan Sims, and he says I get done 24 hours ahead of time so I can spend the last 24 hours with my family. But he's weird. <laughs> so. Well, you know, I, I will have to say I do like the races where they you they force you to give them your gearbox and mm-hmm. you know some point the day before yeah. so you're forced to stop you know it's, yeah. it's done it's gone i can't do anything with it and because yeah i keep tinkering with my pack you know right up to the very last second and i still forget something <laughs> exactly so, so you know it's that's the worst part of it about it i hear you there so cool well that's all we needed from you how's that for short and sweet perfect perfect okay. i'm gonna Cut this, cut this in and get it posted up. It's me. The technology is working. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, Catherine and I had a heck of a time yesterday because apparently Skype was down when I tried to call her. So, oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, but I learned an interesting thing that you can do um, video video calls with Facebook. Oh, yeah, cool. You go there in the, the little chat section and just say start a video call. So, Sweet. yeah. 
I didn't. Well, I didn't either. So, uh, how are you? I'm good. How are I'm you? I'm good. And who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tara Flannery. Yeah, and why? And why are we? Why are we talking? <laughs> well, you tell me. Why are we talking? I guess we're going to talk about Primal Quest. Yep. So, yep. Tara is the one of the members of uh, Team Primal Quest Team Thirty Three. Hopefully, soon to be named something different. Yeah, I think we're all pretty excited to actually get a name. So, <laughs> it would be it would be nice to to do that. So. Um, so <clears throat> this will be a little different because, well, because I'm the rookie, you are the rookie. Right? So yep. how, why did you want to, we'll, we'll start with the real basic. Why did you want to do an adventure race? Well, I've been a huge fan. I mean, from way back in Eco Challenge, used to watch it when I was pretty young on TV, and I just always, you know, really had a curiosity about it. And then when PQ started happening, um, it came here locally, and I actually was a little groupie and followed around the athletes from checkpoint to checkpoint and kind of just hung out on the course, you know. And I think I just always really wanted to try it, but I was a really young mother and very, very busy. And so it just was never even a possibility for me to even think yeah. about jumping into something like that. I'm pretty, I think adventure has just been my lifestyle growing up and it just was a natural, a natural curiosity for me to do something like that. So kind of a, a, a growing, growing thing. And so new, yes. new primal quest seemed like, did it sort of seem like now it or never? Opportunity. Yeah. It did because my kids are older, most of them now. And, I finally have the time to dedicate to something like this and it just was kind of the right time in my life. So yeah. I thought, Hey, why not? You know, give it a shot. So, well, so. Exactly. So, um, it, it, it'll be kind of funny cause I, I don't even know if I've ever talked about you, you know, Paulette, everybody knows who she is, but you actually live here in the black Hills with near us, which I think is going to yes. be a, a big, a big help for, Actually, for both of you, um, yeah, I think you've got a lot to learn, and it it just seems that the two of you will be able to, you know, really work the team thing. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll be able to learn from each yeah. other, push each other. You know, I like you said, I have a lot to learn about adventure yeah. racing, but I think I also have a lot of energy, mm -hmm. so I'm willing to push pretty hard. So I'm excited to do a lot of training with Paulette and uh, see what we can accomplish. Yeah, I you know? I know from past experience that, you know, when she did her first couple of races and then even Primal Quest, you know, we were we were making shit up on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, and I've told this story multiple times that <clears throat> her first adventure race, they gave us some maps and, and uh, the UTM <laughs> coordinates and a plotter and we're like, well, we've seen those three letters together. What does it mean? It sat there for uh, about four hours figuring out how to plot the points. So, um, so I won't have to reinvent the wheel in that respect. So that's kind of comforting. Yeah, that's actually huge for me. And I have a lot of uh, our team has a lot of experience. Yeah. So 
I mean, besides me, <laughs> except for me, I should say. So I'm really lucky that I get to race with these, this team that has so much ex- experience and it's going to be able to guide you through it. Strong, but you know? I think you have something um, from from uh, roller derby with, with the team dynamics. And I think, you know, tell tell us a little bit about roller derby. Well, I've been playing for seven years, and I've been the captain of my team. Um, I've actually, the founder of the current team that I'm on, well, I'm on more than yeah. one team, but um, I'm on a travel team and a home local team, and plus I sub for like three other teams, so I play a lot. And boy, working with a giant group of women <laughs> who come from every walk of life and every background you can imagine and trying to get them all on the same pages is very challenging but very rewarding and it makes you know what's possible um and pushing yourself just really hard we test a lot and we we have really strong team dynamics so working with a team in that respect i think does teach you a lot about just being adaptable and you know just pushing through so yeah i i think that's going to be huge I can't, I, no offense, I can't imagine dealing with all those women at one time. <laughs> <laughs> it's really interesting. Yeah. And when, when I founded the team, I had one policy and that was no drama, yeah. you know, and um, it really has changed the dynamics of Derby for me because we just don't tolerate any drama and we to get to business, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. So, and then I think the other advantage you know somebody mentioned well you know you've never experienced you know a 10-day adventure race but then i but (laughs) but then i said well but you do rolling sturgis and that's i mean that's basically 10 day adventure yeah with no sleep and and yep no sleep and we have clinics every day and then we play every night and then you go out and do the concerts and whatever else. I kind of just take care of this hundred girls who mm-hmm. come and just <clears throat> kind of be there for whatever they need. Yeah. And then I cook for them and literally like it's a 24 hour day yeah. ordeal for eight days. So it is its own adventure yeah. for sure. Well, I think I, you know, I think you really have that, that, um, you know what it's like on day six and you're just tired and miserable. So you, you've yeah. got that, that part I going. Do. So, yeah. What are you really two parter? What are you really looking forward to during the race, and what are you like not so sure that's going to be that much fun? Well, I'm really excited about just the experience mm-hmm. as a whole. I'm ex- excited about the team and the team dynamics. I I just really look forward to working working with that group of people and. Um, figuring stuff Mm -hmm. out and I'm really excited I think about the bike portion I know that it's long um but I'm I'm kind of I I think out of all the disciplines I would pick out mountain biking and climbing as my strong points and so I think of course I'm excited about those things um my biggest concerns are probably probably navigation Mm -hmm. um Although I know we have a very strong, at least one strong navigator on our team, probably yeah. two. 
and then I think the others or the other is proficient and I'm okay, but I just have not had much real time under like sleep deprivation type of navigating. So that I have no idea, you know, what to expect. And I think out of all of the reading and research I've been doing, um, feet, you know, I've read and heard and talked a lot to different racers who say feet is a huge issue. And because I haven't had that experience yet, I don't know how my feet will react yeah. and what, I mean, you can only learn so much from reading. you got to experience it. So, yeah, I mean, that's a thought. Another yeah. thing, of course, is nutrition in the food yeah. part. <laughs> well, it won't take you long to learn it. When you, when you see a cookie on the ground, you just grab it and eat it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Right. And I'm experimenting a lot in my training, trying to figure out what works for me yeah. and what doesn't. Yeah. Um, I think my biggest problem is just consistency. You know, I'm just, sometimes I forget to eat and then... Yeah, well, but I just got to get really good at being consistent. Yeah, and and that's where the team comes into too. Yeah, everybody kind of reminds each other, and (laughs) yeah, you know, I I can give you a little clue when Paulette gets quiet. You might want to suggest she eats. (laughs) Yeah, I've kind of heard that. (laughs) And she's like, and it's not good. I get grouchy. Yep, yep. Just tell her to eat and leave her alone, and you and it'll be fine in a little bit. She'll come back. Yep. (laughs) She's gotten much better. When we first were dating and married, we'd go for a ride, and she would not eat all day, and it would just get pretty pretty ugly. (laughs) It gets past the point of no return. Yeah. Yeah. So it does. Um, what? Uh, what was I going to say? There I am again with my adult moment. <laughs> uh, shoot, I really had something I really wanted to ask. I can't. Actually, I can't even ask you this question about packing. <laughs> Might, yeah, you can ask me that. Yeah. It, well, I can actually I could answer it for you because yes, you will still be packing the night before you leave because everybody does. It's it's. I believe yeah, that it's just a hundred percent. Yeah, that's the way way it way it is for everybody. I believe that I'm like that anyway. I mean, I travel. I've gone around the world to play derby, and yeah, I'm still packing. I mean, minutes before it's just I don't know. So I'm deadline oriented. I call it. Yeah, I think. <laughs> well, you know, that's, I am too, Paulette is too. I'm a little better. I'm probably ready the night before. She's usually packing in the morning. So, but she's a, she's a morning person. Um, Let's see, where's, let's see where we're going. Okay. Here's, here's the hard question. Oh, no, I know, I want to know. You, I remember now. You said you'd had watched the, some of the early day races. Is there a yes. team and or one of those races that you would love to go back in time and do? Um, I, th- I think the one, one of them that sticks out to me is the Fiji mm-hmm. one. Um, just because I don't know, it looked pretty miserable, but, um, I don't know. I think it just was really interesting terrain. I don't know if they would, um, say that that was a good thing, but, yeah. It was very interesting, and um, the challenges were 
I would say unique. Um, yeah, I don't know. That one sticks yeah. out in my mind. So, that one was a, yeah, interesting is a good word for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just looking forward to doing, going to cover a big race where they speak English. For me, right? that's the, I suppose the big so. thing. So. I heard you had some challenges there. Yeah, it was just... I don't know. I think the more exotic the location for me, the more appealing it is. I agree. Um, you know, I, you know, both Costa Rica and Ecuador were really, really cool. But just, you know, watching some of the stuff from Ecuador especially, it's like, oh, man, I wish we never even got close to that place. And, it, you know, and part of it is just a time thing. But part of it is also the not knowing the language and, and stuff like that just makes it a little bit harder to get around. So, you know, right. I, and I definitely think that pr this primal quest for my first race being, you know, in Tahoe yeah. is perfect. Yeah, I, I agree. So. I mean, well, it was like when PQ was here that, you know, that was, I knew where all the, the secret places were in the back ways and the ways to get around. It's like, that was right. I suppose it makes a huge difference yeah. because, you know, we know Black Hills like the back of our hand. We could pretty much, yeah. You know, be dropped anywhere and and find our way anywhere. Yeah. So. And I think it really probably makes a huge yeah. difference. Yeah. And I, you know, some people said that Primal Quest here was their favorite race because they had choices almost everywhere they went. Whereas, like in Ecuador, you know what, you had to get on this trail and follow this trail for fifty kilometers. Um, which not easy to do, but so. Right. Yeah. But it was the only yeah. way. Right. So, I know a little bit about your training, but right now, are you, here's my, the way I put it. Are you a heart rate monitor or uh what's over the next ridge kind of trainer? I'm what's over the next yeah. ridge for sure. Um, and I actually am thinking about, paying attention mm -hmm. to the heart monitor. And I actually just had a conversation with Mike about it last night. I said, maybe I should, you know, start wearing one just to kind of make sure I'm in my target areas because, you know, I, I've read a lot and a lot of them are very specific in where you should be. Yeah. And so, although I think I know that I'm there, it'd be nice to kind of monitor that. So I think, I think I'm going to go that direction here pretty soon and at least just have it on, yeah. you know, as kind of a... Well, I know what you mean because you, you'll, you get the feeling and then eventually you know, yeah, that's where I'm at and you don't need it. But, but you, right. yeah, until you learn to say, oh, yeah, okay, my body is right here. I can go to right here and stay here forever. It, it might be a right. good thing to, to have. And I think in a lot of my studying about fuel and food... Mm -hmm. Um, it refers to the heart rate a lot too, you yeah. know. So I think it would be easier for me to put it all together. Yeah, yeah. If if I knew right where I was all the time. Yeah, I mean, once you get that little more experience, it, yep, it exactly it. So, um, okay, here comes the hard part. Are you re okay. are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> All right. One word to describe each of your teammates, starting with Toby. Wow. This is hard. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. It was really hard for Catherine. 
Oh, I'm <laughs> sure. I bet it was really hard for yeah. Catherine. She, you know, she's all, all the way in a different yeah. place. Um, I would say, Toby, I would say um, ambitious. Okay. Catherine? Catherine. Um, I need one word to well, describe. Well, you can have two. I'm not... Okay. If you need. <laughs> <laughs> Hardworking for Catherine, of what I know yeah. of her. I mean, I've had some long conversations with her. Yeah. Um, that's what I would... In, in, somewhere in that direction, yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, in Paulette. In Paulette. <laughs> um... Wow. It's really hard to sum up call it in one <laughs> word for me. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. She's kind of eternally grateful. That's, you know? yeah. yeah. She, she's eternally just positive. Yeah. I see. Um, so. Well, that's good. So. It's like I told her last night when I was doing this. I said, this is for my, my application to be a clinical psychologist for the Air Force. <laughs> I saw that. That was It funny. was pretty bizarre. Yeah, it's like... That's crazy. Yeah, so. um, cool. So what's your training plans for the weekend? We got nice weather. So, yeah, we do have nice weather. You know, I'm I'm having a difficult time right now trying to determine what bike to mm. ride because we have such weird conditions. Yeah. We've been blessed with some really warm weather yeah. that has melted a lot of the snow. So, of course, we have some mud. I did some trail running a couple of days ago just to kind of recon what the trails were yeah. like. And they were really sloppy in some places, but really nice and tacky in others. So, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about dragging out my full suspension and hopping on it and trying to find some dry yeah. trails. Yeah. Forgo the fat bike. Um, you know, my husband made me a kayak trainer that is like Paulette. Yep. Yeah. And um, I've been I've been training on that like every night for at least an hour. Um, and I'm sure I'll continue that. But boy, that's that's good. That really does simulate kayaking really nicely, yeah. so I'm really excited about it. Yeah. So definitely going to get on my bike this weekend and probably do some trekking as well yeah. and then go back to my nightly kayak. Yeah. It's, are, are you like like Paulette? She comes home and she'll like, oh, it's 9 o'clock. I'm going to go spin for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> because it seems like I have mom duty yeah. from like 5 to about 8. And so after eight, then I can do my final workout of yeah. the day. And I usually do like a, a strength training and then a kayak before I go to bed. Yeah. So, and then I use the daytime to do something longer, like a bike ride or a run. Yeah. So, Sounds, so, and then of course I skate. All. Yeah. I have skating tonight. I skate for two hours tonight and on Tuesdays. Well, actually it's three hours tonight and three hours on Tuesdays. Yeah. So, because I forget we have an hour of fresh meat training that I go to tonight. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Well, you know, Paulette says, says I can't wait to get yeah, Paulette's really enjoying the skating and, and 
feels like she's really getting some benefit out of the training. So good. I love having yeah. her come. She, you know, that fit skate class is getting, I teach a fit skate class on yeah. Tuesday nights and it's open. It's community, yeah. you know, so it doesn't have anything to do with roller derby. It's a high intensity hour of fitness on skates. So yeah, I teach that on Tuesdays and, the class is just getting crazy popular. Like we have 20 girls in that class now and they're not dirty. You know, they're just, just wanting to get fit. Women who love to skate. And then we throw in a workout and we do all, I mean, we do upper body, you know, lower abs, core, cardio, everything. So it's really a well-rounded workout, but they just love it because the hour just is gone, you know, and you work really hard. (laughs) So it's like a thousand calorie burner, you know, so it's a good class. It is. So, well, cool. So now I'm now I'm done with this one. <laughs> okay. It takes good job. It takes it takes a while to get. It's yeah. It's like herding roller derby girls to get it. Figure out the time for every team. <laughs> oh, I bet so, that's crazy. So. All right. Well, gotta All right. tell you to go fast and take chances. So. All right. Thanks, Randy. I All will. right. We'll talk to you later. All, All right. right. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, that sounds better. It, uh, let me get that. It sounds, it says that you're from the Palmdale area. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I always have to try to remember to tell people that so they don't think it's crank call. So. <laughs> I don't even know where Palmdale is. <laughs> I think it's I think it's California. Well. So, anyway. Um, so what have you been up to for the last year? <laughs> what have I been up to? Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. it's been a year it's been a year since we talked. <laughs> oh, it's for, the usual uh playing in the outdoors and uh, as far as racing my coolest last race was the Tahoe 200 which I ran in the Tahoe area trail race and finished and uh, that was huge it was great uh, I still you know people say to me well I don't even know how to what do you, what's 200? And I still kind of think the same thing, even though I finished it. Like, it's really just hard to wrap your hands around what a 200 is. <laughs> yeah. Before you say anymore, adjust your mic again. You moved it and it got, it's not as good as it was. Is it okay now? Yeah, that's better. So, so. Yeah, I was holding the phone in front of my uh, face. Now I got my ear thing on. I'll just, if I talk louder, it's okay. Yep. No, it sounds good. So, so uh, a 200-mile trail race, what, are you nuts or something? Well, that's what people think, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know. It was good. It, uh, you, you just keep going. I mean, you know, I looked at it. It was hard. I think the hardest part was being tired. Um, I think I... I ran and shuffled a good bit, but really for me, probably the hardest part was being tired and falling asleep while I was um, going. And when I felt good, I felt good. Uh, 
and I had a couple of pacers who, that's the first time in my life I've ever had pacers, and that was good, and they were both great. Mike Chastain was uh, my pacer, she uh, was at the second night, Yep. and um, he was good because he would just keep going, and I would... And there was a point I he looked back at me and I looked at him and I think I think I was just standing there standing and sleeping. And so after I did that a handful of times, I said to him, "Maybe we should just stop and take ten or fifteen because I keep falling asleep." You look at me and I look at myself and I, I guess I was just sleeping and I'm just standing there. And uh, so we did, and we didn't really sleep because we were up on a ridge top and it was windy, but it was enough to get me to keep going and then my second night um donato am i pronouncing that right yep pelagato donato pelagato i think pelagato, i'm probably saying yeah. it wrong <laughs> donato pelagato i'm sorry but uh, it was my second pacer and i knew he was uh well they had said that i uh, was disqualified for some reason and so he wasn't going to come and then uh you called him and he came, but he was late, and maybe it just got me fired up. I was feeling really good then, and it was a really nice, open, ridgeline, uphill run. And I was actually running that, and when he finally caught up to me, he said, man, he, he was, it was all he could do to catch up to me, but I, I was feeling good right then. So there were some times I, I actually ran quite a bit, and then... Uh, uh, so yeah, it was it was good. I don't know. You just keep going until you're done. Yeah. yeah. And then you had that has been on the last night, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> you uh, hooked up with me for the last fifteen miles, which was that was good. I was tired. Um, you know, my it's definitely a, as much of a mental thing as a, as a physical thing to do yeah. 200. It's just a matter of telling yourself that you're going to keep going. And that's, it, I was going to do that no matter what. I, you know, I trained well for that and spent a lot of time out and, um, I felt good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been listening to a podcast with, that has a sketch troupe on it and they're talking about how much, how much fun comedy is to do by yourself but then how much fun it is to do as a group or a team. And and it really struck me that that's kind of what you've been doing for the last year. You have, you know, to me anyway, it looks like it's fun, fun by yourself, but I, th I think the team thing might be fun too. Yeah. And I think that's what, um, since I you know, started doing some adventure racing by myself and it was actually the mother-in-law, Nancy, who, when we were talking one day and she said, you know, anybody, she said something, you know, I've done several things by myself and she said, you know, anybody can do that. Um, but to do it as a team is, that's really a, a greater challenge. And I think it is, um, because once you realize you can mentally and physically do those things on your own, then, um, to add in other people, it's just a whole different experience. And so doing a team events, uh, I think it's just as much challenge. And to me, sometimes more one of the more challenging parts of the race is the team, because you have four people in physical and mental places, and obviously you're not all going to be in the same place at the same time. And mm -hmm. 
so even having uh, pacers, um, you know, I was excited to have them, and I was like, well, how's this going to go? Uh, and even when you were with me, and then you don't want to be crumpy <laughs> 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 to people, and you want to be thankful. <laughs> yeah. Well, but with your team, you're allowed to be grumpy because you're all grumpy together. Well, you might not be grumpy at the same time. Yeah. That's <laughs> you true. might be grumpy and they might be having a weak moment and then it's, uh, uh, you know, not as good. And you try not to be grumpy. I think uh, back in my first promo quest with the Marines, one of the things I said, and we all really embraced that, was I said, I'm having a bad moment. And so you kind of communicate that with the team. So then they maybe just kind of lighten up on you for a little bit or maybe not give you a hard time or anything. And then I found a little while later, John said, yeah, can I take one of those bad moments now? And he said, and then we were talking about, well, how many do you get in a day? How many bad moments can you have in a day? So you find all sorts of things to talk about when you're out there for hours so I think we decided you could you could have two, but I don't think we ever held anybody to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, when I talked with Catherine today, realized that Toby and Tara are going to hate you two <laughs> because I I um, see you two are going to be arguing about the prairie paddle for the whole race because Catherine wasn't a big fan of it and you were so i could i could see that debate lasting several days <laughs> about which paddle the prairie paddle at primal quest oh i you know i was one of the few so she didn't like it then is what you're saying well let's um <laughs> no but it was i don't i'm not even quite sure how to say it it's she loved this she loved where it was but she didn't like the paddle. How's that? How's that? She loved the scenery and the, and the thought of it, but actual doing of it, she's not a fan. So, well, it was hot, you know, it was kind of a slug, I guess. Mm. Um, but it was, if you were to ask me what my favorite part of that whole race, other than the climbing, was I loved the climbing. It was spectacular and challenging, and then the paddle. And to me, the paddle was fun because for a lot of reasons. One, we hit it at night. Well, we started in the day, we went through the night, and it was just a really good time for our team. We mm. were kind of playful, and we did, you know, I guess fun is an odd thing when you're an adventure racer. You, you look at fun in a different way, because yeah. we would all fall asleep. I, you know, first Tillman would fall asleep, and I think, well, if he's sleeping, I could probably grab 30 seconds, 60 seconds, and then we'd fall asleep, and then John and Tasha would come along and they'd be sleeping and we'd wake up in a in a boat jam on the Cheyenne River, which wasn't anything really crazy, but just some fun memories. So, uh, and then being cold and getting a hole in the boat and repairing it. And so it was, it was a good team time for us. And maybe that adds to my, uh, why it's such a good memory. Yeah, well. I, I think you're definitely in a minority. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in the water, I'm happy. So, yeah, yeah I'm a minority. Uh, so, how did this Team 33 happen? 
How did Team 33 happen? You know, it was... Uh, and, well, and be, just before you start, let me tell you that, because I haven't actually had a chance to tell you this, but this is, is a five-part episode because I talked to Eric for a little bit yesterday. Since oh, really? Yeah, since he's... So so they'll they'll have heard the story of Eric's story, so then you, you can kind of continue on from that. So. You talked to Eric. Yeah, Concanon. Uh, so, so they well, know the general the general story of how you and Toby met. Okay. Well, I was going to say, yeah, was, was Toby and I met, and we just um, decided that even though we really sucked at the twenty four hour road game that we did together. We had a great time, and we both said to each other, "We very early on, I said, you know, we we could race together, and we could be a great team." And we both agreed a hundred percent. And I, we both said, "I could race with you anytime." And so uh, that was a given. And then Primal Quest uh, happened, and we we're like, "Hey, we need to do Primal Quest." And then um Tara, who lives in Rapid City, has we've been talking and she has just been itching to uh do she's been a, a derby girl for a while and she's kinda of ready for another challenge and adventure racing was it and I think it's a good fit. And with the minute Primal Quest was announced, Catherine posted I really want to do this and it just it was a good it's a good fit of people. Um but I know that Toby and I as soon as that came out we both just I think we just knew, hey, we need to do this together. It's primal quest. <laughs> yeah. So um, kind of, that's how it happened, I think. Pretty much. I think that's the that's the good quick and dirty answer. There's a little little bit more involved. What, what are you thinking? <laughs> well, I mean, no, that's what happened, but it wasn't wasn't quite that that quick uh, and dirty. Yeah, I mean, Catherine was definitely on the list when we were started looking for the third girl, but um, you know, and sometimes sometimes you don't pick the best one right away. And I yeah. think, you know, it was just you know nothing that nothing major but i think it just took a while to find the right person um and i think that was i think especially for you that was really important this year for this race well you bring that up and i, I didn't talk much about it and i get that's um the yeah, heart of heart feelings you know tara i mean it, it, yeah a lot of thought i've um in my past races i've had great teammates and um, they haven't always finished races. They've been great, but boy, you always you want to finish the race. You train and you prepare and you commit. And for um, none of the teammates that I've ever been with have quit. Of course, I crashed and then I couldn't finish in one. But it's I've never been in a race where a teammate didn't show up physically ready mm-hmm to complete a race, so it comes down to team, and so, uh, and I think Toby and I were pretty much in agreement on this, that we wanted to have a team that was a good fit and shared the same uh, goals so that we would finish, and had uh, good communication skills, and we're all on the same page, and so 
that's how really how we've ended up with the team. Toby and I knew we were on the same page and what we wanted and uh, what we wanted to get out of it and what we put into it. And Tara pretty clearly communicated that it was a, a given. And then we had to do, um, you know, started with one teammate. And I think it's just it's not a good or a bad person. It's just the right fit for the team. Yeah. And I, I think that's huge. Um, yeah. Well, and you guys are experienced enough to know that, all right, maybe maybe this isn't going to work and we need to do something different. So, um. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of a, you know, and I don't know if it's a tough decision, but it, it feels really good now with the team that we have, that we're all um, have the same mission. We want the same thing. We're all going to uh, communicate well. We seem to have very good communication skills. Everybody's very comfortable with each other, and that's... I think you, you just really need that because when it comes down to race time, uh, you really need that. And so I'm, I'm really excited that um, it feels like we've got that going in, uh, going yeah. forward with this team. So yeah, so I, I suppose since we're this far in, there are a few new listeners to the podcast that maybe we should. Well, first you should probably tell them who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Well, and the fact that uh, the only reason I, I'm involved with this team is because I get to sleep with you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so in what? case you have – so in case people don't know that, that um, in a moment of weakness a long time ago you married me, that that's kind of why – this is a, this is a little little bit different episode of the podcast because I can I can just about answer all all my questions for you. In fact, I'm not sure why I probably should have just done a solo. Yeah, you know so. it's the crazy you you could do this, and sometimes you end up doing things something like this, and I say, yep, yeah, that's what I would have said, or you know, I could. If it was in handwriting, you could put it down, and it would probably look like I did. <laughs> yeah. So it's so. kind of hard, yeah. And probably what people don't know listening to this is, so we're married, and I'm Paulette, and uh, so you told me this morning when you dropped me off at the airport that we had to do this like a real podcast. So I'm yeah. in uh, San Antonio, Texas, and we're talking on the telephone because uh, <laughs> now it's like a real. Uh, interview for a podcast, <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of so. weird for me talking to you. So I, I realize, okay, wait, I'm doing a podcast, but I am talking to Randy, yeah, the guy I well, sleep with. So yeah, yeah. Well, we could <laughs> we could do the the uh, yoga slackers, Chelsea and Jason, Jason's thing. That you know they're not they're not married when they're racing, so <laughs> it doesn't doesn't count. So um, all right, so I'm going to answer my next question for you, and then you tell me if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> the the best and the worst six hours of racing. Oh, yeah. oh, this is interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, the worst is easy, really easy. Because <laughs> the worst Probably. is when you got when you got hurt. So. Yeah. yeah that's. Um, and excluding that, I'm gonna say the worst, and it wasn't six hours. But the worst was, oh, you know what? Now there's two. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
Um, I'm going to go for the le the less obvious one, the kayak paddle with Doc on Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny you bring that up. That was that was tough. Yeah. So Doc and we had Doc and I were doing the Breckenridge Adventure Race, and we had trained so well for that and we really knocked it out. We were ready to do a super paddle and to put us on Lake Dillon in the Breckenridge area, which is a big open mountain lake on uh, inflatables and we were all like uh, uh, what's the shoot a, a top uh, we were all going around in circles. It was ridiculous yeah. and I've always been a swimmer and I really thought I should just get out of the boat and could we hook me up to a rope and I'll swim because uh, it was ridiculously slow. It was very frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I, I told Catherine when I talked to her, all you got to do to give an adventure racer a nightmare is say Tomcat Air. <laughs> it's just never a good thing. And then, oh, yeah, put us on uh, the Cheyenne River. But I enjoyed that too much. So yeah. That wasn't bad. <laughs> that wasn't bad. And I'm going to say the best time was the ropes at Primal Quest. You know, I, I think you're right. That was, uh, that just did it all. As far as pure adventure racing, that was it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really not a super climber, but that was one of the most ultimate experiences. That, uh, you got everything that you were looking for in, in an adventure race, and that was hard. We were tired. We were hungry. It was just the coolest experience. And, of course, I seem to always hit the climbing sessions at night, whatever race I do, Patagonia. Uh, every race I've done, I'm in the dark. And, um, I still, and then, of course, you did the Primal Quest video and found a super piece of music. Who was that with the, the Native American? Jan Michael Looking Wolf. Yeah, Jan Michael Looking Wolf's music. And um, whenever that I hear that music again or we put that on, it, it just brings me right back to that moment and I can feel the experience I had when I when we did that climb and we worked hard to get there. We pushed the cutoff and uh, you caught Tasha on video. We were within seconds and uh, we got on the ropes and um, but we all agreed in the beginning. I said I know one thing if I want to do that climb because we just knew it was going to be spectacular and it, it was like a Disney World climb. So yeah, I think you're right. That's just a, a super memory, you know. It doesn't. I, I don't. Need, I don't remember any fear. It was just a, a really spectacular climb. Yeah, and it was hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other the other question that I have to ask everybody, and I can answer this one is really simple: is if if you got home on Sunday and started packing for Primal Quest in August, would you still be packing the night before? Actually, you <laughs> wouldn't be. You'd, you'll still be packing the morning of. <laughs> getting ready the morning when you we're getting ready to leave you'll still be packing so well there's Which, always 
one more something. <laughs> yep. Well, the correct answer is yes, you are. So, um, and so are your you, teammates. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's been a hundred percent so far. Um, the people are doing it. So what's, what do you, I mean, we kind of know the course for Tahoe. What's the, what are you really, really, really looking forward to? Well, of course, for me, um, um, two things. Um, I really have been thinking about that with this race. What am I, I'm just really looking forward to um, finishing. <laughs> I really feel like this is a team that will finish. And I think we're going to have a lot of time on the water and I love to paddle. And I think we're going to have a variety of paddling because of, so I think we're going to have white water and stand up paddle and some kayak and I'm really looking forward to that. So um, that, that's what I'm looking forward to. And also as a team, I mean, really as a team, I'm really uh, looking forward to knocking it out with Toby and Tara and Catherine. I think it's going to be a, a, a memorable experience. Yeah. So, um, what else? I, I had something. This is just like this is just like in real life. Hey, what about? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> if we talk long enough, it'll come back to you. <laughs> yep. This may you may not have a good answer for this question, but from what's what's one of the teams that you would have liked to have raced with? back in what we're calling the good old days, the Eco Challenge, um, early Primal Quest days, team or places where they went. And and I know that you've watched all those and you know, you know, we watched them all on video and stuff, but they kind of all run in together with you. So <laughs> that's kind of a loaded question. Yeah, because you know me too well. It's, yep. uh, hey, I really love that movie, but what was the name of it? Uh, mm -hmm. that's me. Yep. So, um, what I don't know about, you know, here I, you're exactly right. I have a loaded question. I don't know about team. I think there's many people I have met along the way that I would like to race with. Um, Pavel, who's in the Czech Republic, who is a teammate of mine in Patagonia. I'd love to race with him again. It was just a good connection and, uh, so it will probably never happen because he has a team, but that's an individual. I don't know about a team. And of course, if I picked a location, Patagonia is the place to go. And what I like to go back there and what I like to not have Stefan drop down in the helicopter in the middle of nowhere and tell us, um, you're not fast enough, then uh, I want to, I would like to finish Patagonia. So that's probably my best answer to that. Um, see, that's, go see, back to I, Patagonia. Patagonia calls to you. Anybody who's been there understands that. You just want to go back. <laughs> yep. So, really, I've never heard that before. Oh, maybe I thought, uh, except from everybody who's been there. <laughs> yeah. And from so, me, over and over yep. and over. Over and over and over. So, all right, got three more questions, but one-word answers. So. Um, one word to describe each of your teammates. 
So starting with Toby. One word. Um, yep. One word. It's got to be two. Um, well, you can have two. I'll make an exception. Just right. <laughs> just right. That's my uh, answer. Tara. Badass. <laughs> and Catherine. Finisher. So, see, that wasn't so hard. The, the, <laughs> the, the one-word descriptions were kind of hard for Catherine because <laughs> she's a little bit newer, but uh, hers were pretty good, pretty spot on, I think. So, See, these, these one-word questions, this is going to be part of my resume when I send in to be a clinical psychologist for the airport, <laughs> Air Force. She's going to tell all sorts of things about us. <laughs> <laughs> no. For the for those that aren't quite in the loop, LinkedIn sent me a thing about jobs I might be interested in, which one of them was clinical psychologist for the Air Force. So, which is really scary because I live with him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figure my only qualifications is I'm nuts. So. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's true. All right. See, we got that done. It wasn't so hard. Yeah, those uh, three questions, and that'll get the wheels rolling here now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm a processor, so you know I have a better answer in the morning. <laughs> well, I think those are actually pretty good, to tell the truth. So, um, okay, well, I got to close the episode by telling people, you know, go fast and take chances. Um, you can go fast, but you don't have to take chances running in downtown San Antonio. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And just be safe. Yep. And, so. and have fun. Exactly. Um, I guess that's it. Other than I need to know what time you're coming home. <laughs> I'll text you. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't right, know. Well, that's two days from now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I don't need to know until like an hour before you get there. So it's not a hurry. Um, well, okay. I, well, I guess maybe we finished one podcast with this, but so love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> All right. We'll talk, talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>